Welcome to Christ Church Anglican. We hope that you are blessed by today's sermon. Friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Some of you may know about a sheep ranch not too far south of here. During the Great Depression, the owner had a, such a hard time uh, making his mortgage payment that the bank was threatening foreclosure. The rancher's family had to live on gov government subsidies to pay for clothes and food. And then one day in 1926, a seismographic crew came and knocked on Ira Yates' door. They told him that there might be oil on this land and they asked for a lease to drill a wildcat well. At 1,100 feet below the surface, Mr. Yates' fortunes changed. The first well came in at 80,000 barrels a day. Subsequent wells flowed twice that much. At the time, the discovery of the Yates field almost doubled oil production in the United States. 50 years after the discovery of the Yates field, one well still potentialed over 125,000 barrels a day. It's amazing, isn't it, how Ira Yates had been living in poverty. He didn't really know that just below the surface was more wealth than he could ever possibly imagine. Today in Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, uh, the Apostle Paul, like that first Yates drilling crew, is going to help us drill down on some of the vast riches, the spiritual riches, though, that are available to all people who know Jesus as their Lord. Some of those riches are these. Freedom from your sins of the past. Strength for the trials of the present. And hope for the future. Ari Yates found financial riches just below the surface. Earthly riches, though, can't really compare to the heavenly riches that are available for all believers in Jesus. If you're looking to discover the secret of the truly abundant life, Jesus is all you need. In verses 1 and 2 of chapter 5, we see the riches of freedom from the sins of your past, Paul says here that since we have been justified by faith, we now have peace with God. You see, before you receive Jesus as your Savior, you're not at peace with God. Instead, you're walking in condemnation. And that's a hard thing for us to receive, but it's just the truth. In John 3:18, Jesus said it this way. Whoever does not believe is condemned already. Because, because he has not believed in God's one and only Son. But by faith in Jesus, God the Father has declared you righteous. Jesus paid for your pardon by his death on the cross. And by faith, your sins are forgiven, your death sentence is removed, and you have peace with God. So many times I've seen people who have emotional problems that have been caused by the guilt that they carry over sins that they committed in their past. I've seen this as a counselor and I've seen it as a hospice chaplain. 
One person that I knew struggled with lifelong emotional issues over their sins of the past and the guilt they carried from it. I asked him if he had asked God for forgiveness. He said that he had, and I told him that, you know, God won't withhold his grace and his mercy and forgiveness from those who seek it. The scripture says, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then he said, well, that may be, but I still don't feel forgiven. And I said to him, you know, your feelings really don't have any impact at all on God's promises to you. If God says that you're forgiven, you're forgiven because God said so. Amen. Not because you feel one way or the other. You see, your feelings don't determine God's action. In Romans 8, I told him, in Romans 8, Paul said this, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ at Jesus. Now, receive God's forgiveness and be free. Well, even that didn't do it because the, he finally got down, he finally drilled down into the, what the real issue was. And he said, well, that may be, but I just can't forgive myself. And I said, uh, remember, remember that verse that I just said, uh, there is therefore now no condemnation. And, and if you're saying you can't forgive yourself, even after God forgives you, then you're holding yourself to a higher standard than even God does. I mean, who do you think you are? And uh, that got through to him. That got through to him. And I told him, be free in the forgiveness that God has given you. God has set you free. Be free indeed. Be free in the forgiveness that God has given you, his gift. You know, brothers and sisters, by faith, Jesus, in Christ Jesus, you receive power to be free from the sins of your past. And along with that, you also receive the freedom from God to be free from the guilt of the sins of your past. By faith, you're at peace with God. So today, if you're looking for this kind of freedom, freedom from guilt, freedom from sin, then look no further because Jesus is all you need. In verses three through nine, we see that through faith in Jesus, we receive the riches of strength for our present trials. Paul writes in these verses that faith is more than just being free from the sins of your past. Through faith in Jesus, we find hope and strength for the trials of today. When we face these character building trials, as Paul calls them, remember that part where he says the part about faith produces endurance and endurance produces character and character and, and then the whole list. So Paul refers to them basically as character producing trials. Remember when you, when you face those things, you're not alone. God loves you and he'll never forsake or abandon you, especially when you're going through a trial. He proved it by Jesus' death on the cross. And he did it while we were dead in our sins and powerless to change it. We were in a totally helpless situation. And then God sent Jesus and hope was restored. You know, the cross and the open tomb of Jesus proved that there are no 
truly hopeless situations. He's the king of lost causes, isn't he? I mean, the whole Bible is full of those stories about him intervening in the middle of lost causes. Remember, there was a flood and an ark. Uh, there was a Red Sea parting when the Egyptians had the Israelites backed up to the sea. There's David and Goliath. There's a cross and a, and a tomb. In any and every trial, our king who has overcome hopeless situations forever, he's even overcome death. He's with us, he's with you to give you strength and hope. And this is so important today because the trials around us, I don't know if they've ever been more evident. I mean, we have, the list is just uh, almost too much to bear. We have pandemics, we have our economy that's going down the tubes. We have people losing jobs, we have injustice, we have riots, chaos, and on top of this, we still have to go on with the trials of everyday life in this world. And it's so easy to get so focused on these things and say, you know, it's just hopeless. There's too much, I give up. And if you're at that point today, then you're really on the right path. First, the first way out of a hopeless situation it's just to admit the truth, that things are hopeless for you to change. You can't change it. Maybe you tried, but you can't. And then the next thing is to give up, surrender. And this doesn't mean just to quit or to sit down or to just wallow in hopelessness. It means give your burden up, up to the one who's been able to overcome every lost cause in creation. You know, cast your cares on him, for he cares for you, the scripture says. Give him your worries, he'll give you his peace. That's from Philippians chapter four. He will never forsake you or abandon you. He'll see you through the trial. So don't just stand there in the midst of a trial cursing the darkness. Instead, look to Jesus, the light of the world. He'll give you strength for today to deal with the trials that you're going to, through. And if you need this kind of strength, don't look any further because Jesus is all you need. Paul says in verses 10 through 11, one of the true riches of our faith is that he gives us hope for the future. Paul says that since we've been justified by the blood of Jesus, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? You see, Jesus not only cares about our past and our present, he cares about our future too. There's a day of wrath coming in the future when the unbelieving world will be judged and held accountable for unbelief. But by faith, you're at peace with God. Right now, you're at peace with God. Because you're at peace, you don't have to worry about the future. Through Jesus, you're free from the coming wrath. Your place with God in the future is secured. When the day of wrath comes, it will pass over you just like the angel of death passed over the houses in Israel that had the blood over the doorpost and the lintel. And this security allows you to live with hope and peace, not in lifelong bondage to fear of death. You know, as a hospice counselor, 
I visit people all the time who are, who are living with the daily reality of death. And we all live with this reality. That's just the truth. But hospice patients are dealing with death as a real possibility every day. One time I was asked to visit this man and his caregiver said he had been anxious and unable to sleep. And after we visited a bit, I told him I heard he had been worried and anxious and he agreed that he had. I couldn't get much out of him until I asked him if he thought much about heaven. And we talked about it and he said he did think about heaven. And I asked if he believed he was going there. And he said, I sure hope so. And I said, you know, you can know so. And he looked at me like I was crazy. Well, how could I know that? And I shared John 3, 16, where Jesus said, whosoever believes in, in me will not perish, but have everlasting life. And then from Romans chapter 10, verse nine, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And I said, do you believe these things? And he said, yes, I do believe. And I said, well, then you're in. And um, you don't have to worry. And the next week, the caregiver said, what did you say to him? And uh, because he had calmed down and rested peacefully. And then the next week, he went to see Jesus. You know, I can see we're not being sure about your eternal destination could cause you to lose sleep. I mean, eternal wrath is kind of a frightening prospect, isn't it? I mean, what's, what's your answer to the question? Do you believe you're going to heaven? I mean, it's a fair question, one that we all need to ask ourselves one day. And if your answer is, well, I sure hope so, or I'm not sure, uh, then listen to the words of Jesus. Whosoever believes in me will not perish, but have everlasting life. You know, by faith in Jesus, he's taken care of your future. That's part of the riches of the promises that come with faith in him. Your eternal home is secure, and it's secure today. You don't have to worry about wrath. So if you need peace and security about your future, then look to Jesus, because he's the one who holds your future. And Jesus is all you need. You know, the riches that God has provided for his children are so amazing. They're incredible. Uh, Ephesians 1 verse 3 is one of my favorite verses in the scripture where the apostle Paul says this. He says, thanks be to God, the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly places with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. Every spiritual blessing God has given you. In Christ, you are spiritually wealthy. You have everything you could possibly need for peace in this world. You have freedom from the guilt of the sins of your past. You have strength for the trials of the present and hope for the future. So today, ask yourself, are you living in the blessings of the riches of Jesus Christ every day? Or are you doing like Ira Yates did? walking around in, pro in poverty when true wealth is right there within your reach. Whatever you need tonight, 
whether your need is spiritual, physical, emotional, relational, whatever it is, listen to this promise that the Apostle Paul, empowered by the Holy Spirit, wrote in Philippians 4.19. My God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. What a powerful promise. Today, will you choose to trust God to meet your needs, whatever those needs may be? He's faithful to his promises. He has proven it over and over when it comes to true riches that will last, Jesus is all you need. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, feel free to visit us online at ccanglican.com. We hope you will join us again soon.